What's this podcast called? Sepsis from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh. Luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No! I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Bowl. Uh, God damn it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Good Burger. Hi. I'm Mother Good Burger. Can I go get McDonald's now, please? This is episode 166 of Podcast from Planet Weird. This is a show where we talk Ooh. about movies from our childhood, you know, the 90s and 2000s, the good old days. Before the days this pandemic. Before. But not the good old days when people were still very closeted and racism was... Uh, oh, what, who are we kidding? Racism is, racism is still a thing. Um, we are Juan and Sarah, and we are here Hi. to talk about Good Burger, the beloved... The cinematic masterpiece. Yes, the Nickelodeon film from the late 90s, and we'll talk about it in a minute, but first... We just want to catch up as we always do real quick and say, what have we been doing? What have you been doing, Mom? Painting. I've been working on your mom's painting. I need to work on a... I did a collage for my friend that was due Friday. I stayed up till four doing it. Is that Um, the Photoshop one? That's the photo... Did I send that to you? No, I was just wondering if you meant like a real... Like a, a physical collage or like a digital one? No, a digital collage, which are fun. I never knew that digital collages would be that fun. Mm-hmm. Um, do I still want to? I think I'm going to get into collaging some more. Yeah. Remember, which is fun. I would love to collage more. I just don't have enough old magazines. I want to go to, well, okay, here's my dilemma. I love like old magazines, like old like books that have like those like vintage photos of like, that are like, you know how advertisements always used to be like drawn? Sure. Even, like, if they were, like, a f- picture, like, a realistic picture, they were always drawn. Sure. Like, think, like, I'm thinking, like, very, like, 1960s, 1950s, like. Some of us didn't go to art school. I'm a housewife. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I always love those, but I always hate destroying them. And by that, I mean, like, cutting them up. Because I'm like, these were so beautiful. hmm So I feel like, p- me personally, I would have to buy one magazine or one book and then have to use the other one for collage like i would have to have a duplicate just so i can always have it with me oh i see that's interesting well because i'm what weird i have been watching the naked brothers band all weekend long because the reunion just happened on saturday and shout out to ivy because i didn't even know it was happening and then ivy texted me saying it was starting in an hour and I said, ooh, and then I watched it, and it was long, but it was a good time, and then I, re- I was re-watching the show, watched the movie, watching episodes of the show, and now I only have the last season to go, and it's genuinely such a good show. I don't know why y'all hate on me, and by y'all, I mean, like, you and Michelle hate on me for liking the Naked Brothers. <laughs> you're just a green screen. Yeah, you're paused. But that doesn't change the fact that you make fun of me for liking the Naked Brothers band. No, no, no. I do not. How hot okay, is it in your house? Real. Okay, ask me that question real quick. I'm going to call you back again. What were you saying, Sarah? Um, <laughs> great. Uh, how hot is it in your room, in your house? Oh, my God. I... Are you sweating? Yes. I have to physically distract myself or else I will notice the heat. 
if that makes sense. Like, I have to constantly be occupied in my mind space. My phone says it's 89 degrees right now. It's like, I think it's just because our house is, we live in a desert. Yeah, it says on Sunday it's supposed to be 100 degrees. What the fuck? I hate Girl, it here. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> if, if Corona doesn't get us global warming, should will, sure, uh, sure will. So. Yeah. Um, My sure willa. I need some popsicles up in here for sure. No, it's been fucking hot as hell. And have you, you guys haven't turned on the AC yet, have you? No, because my parents are insane. Yeah, we haven't turned it on either yet. But it's my been real parents, hot. My parents won't even turn on the AC until like the middle of summer. They will, no, I'm not even shitting you. They will be like, oh, just leave the door open. Yeah. Turn the fan on. I'm like, are you psychopaths? Um, You should just give them money and say, this will cover the AC bill. But we need to I turn it off. Yeah, but it needs to be always on and I get to control the temperature. 65. Whew. Yeah, I've been sweating a lot recently. I'm, it's I'm very, so very hot. It's okay. And then I want to go like go on a walk with Marty, but it's too hot. He's going to burn his little paws out there. I legitimately showered and I was like, you know how when you shower, the condensation in the bathroom makes it feel like you're like in a sauna? Mm-hmm. And then you get and you have to like leave the bathroom as quickly as possible so your body can like cool down. Yeah, I did that and I was still sweating in my bedroom and I said, "Oh hell no, girl, I'm oh, I'm sweating right now no. and the fan is on, and I'm like, my comforter isn't on my bed because I I just washed it, you know that, um, mm-hmm. and so I'm just on my sheet. Do I know that? Yeah, because when we were watching a movie the other night, my comforter you what got done drying, and I was like, oh, I washed my comforter today. But I didn't hear that. My so I'm just sitting on the sheets, which you think would be cooler for some reason, but it's not. I have what is that thing called? Is it fleece? What like a blanket that's like very that's like fuzzy? Yes. <laughs> I I have one of those that I lay on, and it's so fucking hot. Yeah, it's fleece. Fleece Navidad, bitch. All right. Well, are you ready to get into good Belgiel? The Bilgo double. Oh wait, no, no, no. Bueno. I'm not ready because happy 420, everybody. Happy 420. Reminder that people of color are still being incarcerated for marijuana. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's let's, legal in several states across the country. And let's remember that the the war on drugs was created by white people, specifically targeting colored people. All right, let's talk about Good Bill Girl. Let's talk about Good Bill Girl. Good Burger is a 1997 American comedy film directed by Brian Robbins and written by he who must not be named, Kevin Coppolo, and... Heath Seifert. Who? I, why would they not be named? We'll get to that in a minute, honey. Ooh. Um, it's uh, starring Kenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell. It is based on the comedy sketch of the same name on the Nickelodeon series All That. Um, it was produced by Nickelodeon Movies and Tolan Robbins Productions. Released worldwide on July 25th, 1997. Um, it's 
budget was $8.5 million. Do you want to guess what the box office gross was? $20 million. Yes, very close. $23.7 million. <gasps> so made a ton of money. It got mixed reviews from critics. But excellent and good. Made a ton of money. Um, so let's go back up to the top. So I mentioned that it was directed by Brian Robbins. Brian Robbins uh, has worked on a ton of stuff. He directed after Good Burger. He directed Varsity Blues, Hardball, The Perfect Score, The Shaggy Dog, Normit, Meet Dave, A Thousand Words, Norbit? Three Back What's to Normit. Norbit. Norbit. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. You said it sounded like you said Normit, and I'm like, what? Three back to back Eddie Murphy films. He also has worked on a bunch of TV, directed a bunch of all that episodes, Keenan, some Keenan and Kel episodes, uh, and then was also a producer on all that Keenan and Kel, Cousin Skeeter, The Amanda Show, oh, Frankie's Video Check. Frankie, what <laughs> the been, fuck? Here, let's answer. Should we add him in? Let's add him here, in. Here, let me answer. Frankie is calling. Hi, Frankie. We're recording the podcast right now. How are the gays doing? <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say about the hit film Good Burger starring Keenan and Kel? I want to say that I've never seen it and I never will. Okay. No, 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 no. You should stop what you're doing and watch this movie because this movie is fucking great. I saw it for the first time and I do declare. You hadn't it's seen this before? Fun. I've never fucking seen it. This is wild. What are you I doing, Frankie? Say again? Wait, what? What are you doing, Frankie? I am sewing a jumpsuit, and I wanted to check in on my two ghouls. <laughs> so call me later. Okay, we will. Have fun sewing. Bye. <laughs> oh, Frankie. Shout out to Frankie's Instagram where you can see the stuff he sews at Cisco Sews. C I S C O S E W S. Cisco Sews. What is this? Call me! What? You took forever. You didn't. I, I couldn't hang up. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. You'll hear it on my recording how <laughs> long it took me to figure it out. I was just vamping. I was telling everyone where to go follow Frankie again. Um, I don't even know what we were saying. Okay, so get be a girl. Oh, you were saying you were saying three back to back. Eddie Murphy. I was saying the director of this produced all that. Keenan and Kel, cousin Skeeter, uh, the Amanda Show, some episodes of Smallville, the Nick Cannon Show. Remember that? What I like about is that the. It was the Nick Cannon show, the one where it's like, Yo mama is so No, fa- that, no that was, was your mama. Your mama. And then he made Wild and Out, which is still on, I think. But the Nick Cannon okay. show was just a show where he was like himself and like I remember one episode where he was at the zoo. I think it was more of like a man on the street type of thing. Okay, so Billy. Uh What I Like About You, starring Amanda Bynes, One Tree Hill, Sunny with a Chance. Fred the movie. Who doesn't love that? Um, Also wrote on the film Big Fat Liar. So, fun fact. Um, And then the script was written by three different people. So one of them is the person I said who should not be named. But I'll name them now because let's call them out. So one person is Dan Schneider. Who, 
you probably know from creating like all of the Nickelodeon shows that were popular in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And that's like... He also plays the manager in the movie. Yes, he also plays the manager in the movie. So he created all that. The Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, Zoe 101, iCarly, Victorious, Henry Danger, uh, Game Shakers, and The Adventures of Kid Danger. So done a lot for Nickelodeon. You know, he's like ingrained in our childhoods. Like we all loved his shows, right? But he is not... um, a great person there's nothing is a pedophile nothing has been like he hasn't been convicted of anything or anything like that there's just it's been like a you know a known secret like a hush hush secret in hollywood that he's not appropriate um and i'll leave it at that everyone can go do their own research there's video essays on this on youtube articles look into it in your own Guess time what i'm watching but Fuck Dan Schneider. Um, also written by Kevin Coplo and Heath Seifert, who also wrote and produced on All That and Keenan and Kel, and worked on Austin and Allie on Disney Channel. Uh, and Ke- Kevin Coplo, did you watch All That a lot ever? Mm-mm. Okay, so on All That, there was a character named Kevin, and he was, like, the stage manager, and every episode it would start out with him going, like, five minutes, five minutes, and he would try to wrangle mm-hmm. the cast together. And so that's Kevin Coplo. He okay. So he wrote this movie with Heath Seifert. Um, so like we said, it's based on all that. So you never watched all that, is what you're telling me. No, 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 no. Is, Cop- is, Ke- is Kevin Coppolo also a bad man? I don't know of anything about him. Oh, so he should... He, 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 that he was should only about Dan me. Schneider, as far as I know. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I see you. Because um, all that started in 1994, so, you know, like a year before we were born, and then ended in 2005, and then they just did, like, a, a reboot of it recently. Mm-hmm. Um... But that's interesting. So you never watched all that. So when? how did you know? Did you know about Good Burger as a thing at all? I only knew it because people would be like... I think people would like make the joke like, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. And I'm like, cool, neat. You just thought they made it up? You're talking about. Well, I, I knew that it was like something because I would see like... I would see the poster of like Good Burger. But I, I like never like saw... I never watched all that because... Like I said, I never got cable until literally probably around, like, fifth grade or something. Mm-hmm. And even then, like... Marty, shut up. The, I want, Do you hear him? <laughs> Will you shut the fuck up? Um, it's because he hears my voice. No, I'm wearing my um, <laughs> um, the Like, the only shows that I would ever watch on Nick would be, like, you know, the regulars, like... The tunes. The the tunes would be literally most, all of the cartoons plus like the Amanda show and like Drake and Josh because I think that was on by this time. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah. No, I never seen all that. I never watched any Good Burger skits. I just like knew about it from like by proxy. Okay. okay. By proxy, not bipartisan, right? Not bipartisan. Um. Okay. More on the film Good Burger. Um. So, like I said, not great reviews. Um, but it is kind of like a cult movie and it's like one that's beloved by especially like 90s kids, the the kids who grew up with all that or just this era of Nickelodeon. Um, also has a pretty cool soundtrack. 
Yes, it fucking does. You know what it sounds like? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'll look. I'll look up. I'll look this up. If you look up who did the soundtrack, if you don't already did it. Yeah, I have it. What's but, up? But okay, <laughs> this the movie sounds like Spyro. Oh, interesting. Like whoever did the music for Spyro the Dragon, if it's the same person, I'm gonna scream. Well, I mean, I don't know who scored the movie. Um, but I have like the soundtrack listing, or I guess oh, you... this is music by Stuart Copeland. So never mind. I guess he probably did the score or was like music. Oh, this, you're right. Actually, what this says. So Stuart Copeland um, was the drummer for the band The Police. Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is why there's a Roxanne cover. Probably. So this says he. Did a bunch of film and video game soundtracks and also did like ballet, opera, and orchestra pieces. But I scrolled down and sure enough, it says he's also known for composing soundtracks for the Spyro video game series. That's wild that you knew that. He has a very, he has a very distinct sound. Oh my god. That's cool. Um, The soundtrack, like the songs that are like needle dropped in here include... Um, like, I don't know m- the majority of these artists, but, like, it just had a great soundtrack. Um, yes. There was a cover of Roxanne, you're right. There was a song that um, features De La Soul, the rapper. There's a song by Less Than Jake. They do We're All Dudes, which is great. Yes! We love ska pop punk band Less Than Jake. Uh, there's a song by the Presidents of the United States of America, who also did the... Uh, Drew Carey theme show, Cleveland Rocks, and the uh, My Date with the President's Daughter song. So. Okay. My day. Some box. Ow, my finger. Trivia for this film. Um, I did look into this. Um, this was, so the movie features a few different people in it. We have Abe Vigoda mm-hmm. from The Godfather, who's playing Otis in this movie. Rest in peace. Otis is the old man, right? Yeah, rest in peace. He did pass away in 2016. Um, also features Sinbad, who is Dexter's teacher, who keeps mm-hmm. getting things destroyed. His mailbox, his car, all that. Um, his life. Char Jackson plays Monique, the employee that Dexter is in love with. She was on yeah. um, Moesha. Moesha. She was on the, the show Moesha. Um, Ron Lester plays Spatch, the guy who hits himself in the forehead with the spatula to catch the fly. And who eats a fucking fly. Yeah, and he was in Varsity Blues, and which makes sense because same director. Um, and not another teen movie. That's where people probably know him from is those two movies. He basically plays the same character in them. Like, Love it. And not another teen movie. He's basically making fun of his Varsity Blues character. Um... Rest in peace to him, because he also passed away in 2016. Um, there's a cameo from Shaq. There is a cameo from Carmen Electra. Uh, Marcus Houston, who you know as Roger from Sister Sister, plays Dexter's friend Jake at the beginning of the movie. Um, Linda Cardellini is Heather, who is the girl at Demented Hills, who is talking to Ed and like has a crush on him. And we know her... Come through Velma. Yeah, we know her as Velma, among other things. 
And J. August Richards plays Griffin, who is one of Kurt's henchmen, one of the evil, like, Mondo Burger employees. He's the black one. Um, Mm -hmm. But people might know him from Angel because he played Gun on Angel on the TV show. And I couldn't place it during the movie. I was like, where do I know him from? And then I looked it up, and sure enough, Angel. Um, I have never seen an episode. Yeah. But back to Linda Cardellini, this was her first movie, film debut, so later went on to be in the Scooby-Doo movies, also, of course, Legally Blonde, that iconic scene with the perm. Ooh! She's the one. Oh my god, you're the one! Yes. Yes, she is the one. Um, Other things, so the movie was filmed in California, like in the LA area, the... um, restaurant that was used to be Good Burger is Manny's El Loco restaurant. I don't know if that's still there. Still Manny's El Loco. I don't know if that still exists or if it has been, you know, torn down. Um, I do know that the place where they go, like, golfing uh, is gone and it's now a hotel franchise. I literally thought it was fucking Sunsplash. I know. I thought they went to Golfland. Have fun. Um, this says in 1998, Dan Schneider had wrote, well, had written a script called Good Burger 2 Go. Good Burger 2 Go. A sequel oh. to the original film that had Ed and Dexter uncovering a scandal when a British conglomerate buys the Good Burger restaurant. Paramount had turned down the script for un- unknown reasons, and Steve Holland was hired to turn the script into a paperback novel. So if you want more Good Burger Tales, you gotta read a book. Okay, well, damn. And nobody wants that. Um, No one wants to read. This says, in order to keep the food looking good on screen, Elmer's glue was used when uh, Ed's character scooped out the ice cream in the movie. It was really vegetable shortening with food coloring. There was ice cream? Um, The smoothie? Well, there was a milkshake, and there's ice cream at the end. I don't know which scene it's talking about, but everything's a lie is what I'm saying. Everything's a fucking lie. Um, To promote the film, there was the Good Burger, Good Premiere, Good Sweepstakes. Four grand prize winners won tickets to the film's premiere, $1,000, and they got to meet Keenan and Kel. A hundred first prize winners won a fabric hat with dreadlocks resembling those of Ed. And 500 second place winners won a copy of the film's soundtrack. Uh, so how fun for those people. I never but won any of those. why didn't anyone win a good burger? Um, to date, this is the only Nickelodeon theatrical movie based on a live action show. Because obviously there was like Jimmy Neutron, but that's animated. Um, but technically this isn't based on a show, it's based on a sketch from a show. Because this mm-hmm. isn't like all mm-hmm. that the movie. You know? Um, and good thing. The Mondo Burger location was the Samantha Courtyard Shopping Center. Uh, So, shout out to that if you want to go to that and pretend you're at Mondo Burger. Um, The, I was going to mention this later, the ice cream truck that they steal at the end is uh, called Obese Brothers. Obese Bros. So, not a great joke. Doesn't hold up in 2020. I'm laughing. (laughs) Um... Let's see. Keenan Thompson told The Morning Call 
that at one point there was virtually 2,000 pounds of meat on the set, some of it being old. It was so nasty. Some of the burgers would stay out there for a long time. I felt sorry for the extras who had to eat them cold, clammy fries, but on screen, those burgers look good. I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have said shit. I love this. Um... I mean, that's usually how that works on, on movies and TV. All the food they're, they have is, like, freezing cold. Because mo- food usually looks better cold on camera. I mean, it stays together better. Yeah. Uh, at one point in the film, Otis, that's the old employee, says, I should have died years ago. This is a reference to the fact that the actor, Abe Vigoda, had been mistakenly reported dead by the press on numerous occasions. <laughs> Oh no, that means in 2016 when he did die, people were like, what a joke. Yeah, they were probably like, this isn't real. I hate that for him. Uh, The movie starts and ends with the same phrase, the same line. Welcome to Good Burger. Mm-hmm. I'm with a good burger. I want a cheeseburger. And Monique is the only person other than Ed who says that line in the whole movie. Ooh. So, what a fun fact. Um, come through, Monique. Come through, Monique. So you we, you kind of talked about your history with Good Burger and all that. I'll talk about mine real quickly as well so we can get into the plot of the movie. Um, I did watch all that growing up, but, you know, this movie came out in 97 and the show started in like 95 or 94. So I was a little baby when, little baby. when these were all coming out. So my all that, like, I knew of the original cast. Like, I knew Keenan and Kel and Josh Server and Lori Beth Denberg. Like, all these original all that people. Um, Amanda Bynes, you know. But mm-hmm. I probably knew that probably through my brother. Maybe just, like, I knew the names Keenan and Kel. Like, I automatically knew them. Like, I knew there was a show, Keenan and Kel, but I didn't watch it really as a kid like i didn't really watch keenan and kel till in high school when they uh did like the 90s are all that like the channel mm-hmm. um that they did on the n t nick whatever when they would do that block at like 10 the end. at like 10 p.m you know um yeah. so that's when i was finally excited because well i don't know if keenan and kel and like all the old shows had been online to like buy but that was my first chance to really watch them um but I did watch all that when, in the 2000s when it was like, uh, what's his face? It's, it was like Kyle Sullivan and Lisa Foyles and uh, Jack DeSanna, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, like that. Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn Spears, you know, like that era. I definitely watched that. I remember watching like Snick, Saturday Night Nickelodeon, like all the time. I did watch like the Nick Cannon show. So that era of all that. I was with. I didn't know the old one as much. At some point, I would have heard of Good Burger as a sketch, as a, as a concept, because it was such a huge thing. It was their biggest sketch. And then I didn't see this movie until ne- on Netflix like a few years ago, maybe like four or five years ago. It was on Netflix, okay. and I was like, oh, I could watch Good Burger finally. And it was not what I was expecting. but It was better. But it was good. So this was my second time watching it. And again, because it had been such a long time, I was like, I don't remember this. I thought, I don't remember the Mondo Burger set like looking like that. I thought it looked more 
space-like, like even more so. I thought it was more futuristic oh. and stuff. So I was like, okay. and I don't it remember the like, villain being that guy. You thought it was like some like corporate man in a suit? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I remembered. My memory <laughs> was making up things. But um, let's talk about the beginning of the movie because the beginning starts with Ed having a dream. That's Cal Mitchell's character. Uh, with some little puppets mm-hmm. and a says that was scary okay one I love the opening mostly because like I said the music sounds like Spyro so I was like mm-hmm. Ooh. um but yeah he has like this like weird dream with the with the puppet and Brugesis, which was really I love this mm-hmm. this dream sequence it was, was very and then like he woken up. Muppets when they have all of the produce I don't know if you've ever ever seen the Muppets where they, like, open the fridge and, like, all the food is, like, puppets. It's real fun. No. I can kind of picture it. I saw Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably had it on there, too. I've seen Elmo's World. Mm-hmm. Um, But then he wakes up and he says, oh, a clock. That, and yeah. I said, That's when you iconic. know the type First of movie line. this is going to be. When he looks at a clock instead of saying, oh my god, I overslept, or oh my god, look at the time, he says, oh, a clock. Mm -hmm. So, um, we do have a a cameo from Josh Server, who I mentioned. He, uh, I don't know his name in this movie, but he's like the drive-thru employee. Um, I just... We don't even see him. We see him a couple times throughout this movie. Oh, yes we do, yes we do, sorry. I'm thinking of the delivery guy. Um, I wrote my White King, Josh Server... I love him, an un- unproblematic king, as far as I know. Um, and Ed skates to work on some rollerblades. Yes, come through. These bits, these bits that fucking happen right now are the best. When he's, he's dragging a little girl, he's holding a baby, loses the baby. The baby gets, swaps it with a basketball, the baby gets thrown in the mm-hmm. hoop, slam dunked. This movie, this is when I was thinking to myself... Is this basically just scary movie, but for children? A little bit. I mean, scary movie is a parody. What is this a parody of? Capitalism? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, yes. No, it's just like, it's that kind of like level of comedy that's like, you can tell it's a puppet. You can tell like, you know what I mean? Like, they're not trying to be like realistic with any of it. Mm -hmm. Like, by any means. But it's like, I don't know. It's that it's that it's that same level like of like prop humor that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an angry white man who is at, trying to get a burger, a good burger, and he's getting upset with Ed and the employees there. And he's like, "I can't wait for Mondo Burger to open because they all have their roles. They all have their roles, Mama." They said, "I don't do this." Yeah, not my job. Monique's like, "Oh, well, you have to wait for Ed." She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can order. Let me find Ed. She's not going to take his order. Um, and then I said, ew, Dan Schneider, get the fuck out of here. He plays the manager. Um, I would love an edit of the film where he's not there or we replace him with like uh, uh, Christopher Plummer like we did in that other movie. Wait, is there a movie where he gets literally replaced by Christopher Plummer? Christopher Plummer replaced... Um, someone in a movie. I want to say it was like Kevin Spacey or someone. What the fuck? What movie? Um, I don't remember. I will look it up. But uh, 
Why don't you talk about Sinbad, his part in this okay. movie for a second? Okay, so Sinbad. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we get this whole like Mondo Burger thing. Mondo Burger basically looks like Medieval Times if you want to picture it. But like um, space. It looks like. Yeah, like a spacey Medieval Times. Um, I just wrote, I love this movie. Right at this point. Oh, but then after he gets to Good Burger, we get, the, we get a line. He says. We get a, another joke where uh, the angry man's basically like, can I get two good burgers? And he's like, you can't just get two good burgers. I have to get them. And then cut to the school. We go into the school, and this is where we see Sinbad. Sinbad in his tacky-ass jacket, which I also love. Um, he's a teacher giving a test on the last day to Mr. Keenan, Mr. Keenan Thompson, otherwise known as Dexter in this movie. Um, and he's... He's giving him a test. Dexter finishes his test. Um, and Sinbad stops him at the door because, I don't know, Sinbad's weird. Um, and then Keenan just roasts the shit out of this Let's man. Let's talk he about Sinbad's outfit ugly. here. I said it was ugly, but I also love it. I thought it. it was cool. I thought it was something I, that Frankie would make and, like, wear. I, I think the only thing that, like put me off of it was the fact that he's wearing like a big collared like button down underneath because I thought this was a a button down. I didn't think this was a jacket. But he turned it into like like a a black power shirt. He wrote like Black is Beautiful. Yeah and like other stuff. I don't remember what else it said. All I saw was Black is Beautiful. That's the one that I can make. Yeah there was that and another one. But um, by the way so yeah Christopher Plummer replaced Kevin Spacey in the movie um, American Beauty. All the money in the world. They uh, it says twenty two scenes were completely reshot within eight days, and then I think he got like nominated for it or something. <laughs> was this during like the midst of the scandal? Yeah, it, they it was because of the out like all that was going down. And they were like, we're gonna replace him with Christopher Plummer. Wait, wild. Um, Which is really weird because I, I really did have like a weird crush on Kevin Spacey, but like he's a pedo. Literally, Christopher Plummer was nominated for several awards: an Oscar, a British, a BAFTA, um, a bathtub, a Golden Globe. No, that's not what I said. So, how fun for him to just come in and take over! <laughs> I support that. Bye. Um, so yes, this is one of many scenes we have with Sinbad uh, in this movie. We'll mm-hmm. get to him in a minute. Um, we have Mar- Marquise or Marques, I've never known how to say his name. Houston from Sister Sister, who's playing the best friend Jake. and Also from... Wait, is he the same person from Sister Act? No, I don't believe he's in Sister Act. He's not the kid from Sister Act 2? No, I don't think so. They look so similar. Um... But Dex is talking about how it's summer vacation. He's so excited to just relax and not have to work. He's not going to get a job or anything. And then he ain't got to go to work. Meanwhile, Ed has to go make a delivery for Good Burger, and he's taking. He's on his rollerblades, and while Dex is driving, he has to swerve. He almost hits Ed, and then he hits Mister Wheat's. That's Sinbad. Mister Wheat's car, mm-hmm. and then Mister Wheat is like let's handle this and he's like i don't have a license or insurance and then he's like but don't tell anyone like let's just handle this like i'll get you money yeah i'll pay for this which is basically the 
Have you ever been in one of those car crashes? No. Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously not. Because you don't have that trauma. Um, they're scary. Because do you remember when I, I, when I spun out in my dad's truck? I remember you telling me about it, yes. That's how... That crash was so scary. I literally stopped breathing for like two seconds because I'm like, I'm going to flip over. It's de- I'm over. Mm-hmm. It's dead for me. Those are scary. And then crashing in general, scary. Everyone stay safe in their cars. No. Everyone make sure that you're not looking at your phones. Um, so it's $1,900 to fix Sinbad's car and $800 to fix Dex's mom's car. Mm-hmm. Because he's been driving his mom's car without permission while she's out of town. Um, oh, I didn't even I didn't even realize that he was also paying for his mom's car. Yeah, he says it a little bit later. Um, so he's like, Ooh. oh, I guess I'm going to have to get his summer job. And so he goes to work at Mondo Burger with the Xenon looking asses. You see those Xenon mm-hmm. motherfuckers? I love those suits, though. They were so pretty. I love the texture. I love the vinyl fabric that they were all wearing. So he's not doing great there. And uh, he goes over to Good Burger and he's like drinking some milkshakes. And then he meets Ed. Which is wild because then this is like an origin story for Good Burger. Because in the sketches, obviously, like they were already working there. No, do they birthday? Hmm? Oh, so this is a, like a prequel. Yeah, basically. Because in the sketch, it just takes place at the restaurant. Like that's the set. And then people just come up and order and like Ed annoys them basically um i didn't well see this is really the tell that i didn't know what the fuck was going on also to ryan toby and marquise what hudson houston do look very alike houston marquise houston and ryan toby look alike so i am sorry to those men <laughs> sorry to this man um so uh Ed is like, oh, we sh- you should work here. He convinces his boss to give Dex a job. Even though Dex yeah. is like, no, no, no. Um, There's this scene right before that, though, where Ed is in the strawberry milkshake mm-hmm. machine. The pure joy that Ed has throughout this movie that his character has is what I desire in my life. Like I love when he's in the in the in the machine and he turns it on, he's like, Whoa, whoa, strawberry jacuzzi. I love it. It's so fun. It's so much fun. This movie is so much fun. Okay, I just wanted to Go confirm. On. This says for the Good Burger sketch. Um It's a it's just basically that Ed was the main character. It wasn't like Keenan didn't really like Keenan was probably in a couple sketches, just like other all that cast members. But I think I remember him being the people that like come in and order. I think I remember him being like a construction worker and like other characters and then getting annoyed with Ed. So it wasn't like he was Dex and then Kel was Ed. It was really all just about Kel being annoying. Oh, okay, so Okay. So it's like not. not it's like an anthology. Yeah, they don't really like line up like canonically, basically. Anyways, um, okay, okay. So Dex is going to start working at Good Burger. He meets Monique and is flirting with her because he's like immediately in love with her, and she's like mm-hmm. not impressed at all. Um, they go in the Burger Mobile. They have to do a uh, a delivery. 
Or, yeah, or uh, just like a no, test no, no. drive, I think. He's like yeah, showing yeah, in the Yeah, he's hired as the driver. Because when the manager asked Dex if he could drive, or do you, he said, he said, yes, I can drive. And then he said, do you have any accidents in your history? And he says, not that you're aware not of. Not that you? That's me. Um, so he's, oh my God. he's probably going to do deliveries. There's this line that Ed says right before he gets in the job too, that I love it. Cause he's, he's in the restaurant eating a bunch of those strawberry shakes and then Ed comes up to him and he's like, they're trying to make small talk. And then he's like, do I know you? And he's like, have you ever been to Australia? And he's like, no. And he's like, me neither. Yeah. And then he looks like just so cold at him. Love it. It's the best. I'm going to start saying that. When people are like, do I know you? will be like, have you ever been to Australia? Uh, so. And if they say yes, then I'm running. The Mondo Burger, after they do their little Burger Mobile drive, uh, the Mondo Burger dudes mm-hmm. show up and they're like, we're going to have our grand opening. I want to buy the last good burger that you'll ever sell. Blah, blah, blah. I, I'm going to put you through the grinder. Yeah. Um, and then we have a montage. What a great ad for a grinder. We have a montage of Mondo Burger opening, their big grand opening with so many people there. And then no one's showing up at Good Burger. The employees are going home early because there's nothing to do. Um, to the classic thong, opposable thumb. And then eventually Dex gets mad at Ed because he realizes uh, that Ed was on that, that delivery is, and is basically the... He's the one that caused the accident. ...is the reason, yeah, that he has to work there and pay off Sinbad's car. And he's like, I hate you. This is all your fault. Um, Sinbad he is also so saying that he now owes him $2,500 because the estimate was too low. So... Is that how estimates work? I don't know. I, I've never been in an accident, knock on wood. Um, That's fake wood. That's plastic. Then we have um, Ed's secret sauce. So this is really what gets the plot really turning like a vat of meat. But first, we get old man Jenkins saying, I broke my ass. Otis. Yes, that's right. Which I said, in a Nick movie? The power. And then also, Ed is... They serve grapes as a side at Good Burger? I don't know why he had grapes. Grapes? Maybe he just had them, like, for lunch. No, no, no. I don't know. In my my head canon, I'd like to think that Good Burger has grapes as a side. I guess they might as, like, a kid's meal. Usually kid's meals have that. It's, like, some grapes and a... And the yogurt. Grapes? McDonald's has those shitty-ass apple slices yeah, that taste like same shit. same kind of thing. So maybe they should have grapes. I love Instead grapes. Of apple si- uh, apple slices. Grapes. Anyways, um, so Ed's secret sauce. He's talking to Dex about it. He's like, this is what I do, blah, blah, blah. And Dex tastes it, and he's like, boy, we gotta put this on the burgers. So then... well. Ed spills it on Dex first. Yeah. So they start putting it on the burgers, and now everyone wants to come get good burgers. And so now business is booming. Um, what do you think was the sauce? It looks like, I don't know, like Thousand Island. It looks like sriracha and mayonnaise, you know? It's like the mystery of cane sauce. No one will ever know. Literally, it's online. <laughs> no. This is like... I'd like to think that it's not. I remember I was with Brandy once and she was talking about like Papa John's and how like 
she only like I was talking about how like you know the drama with Papa John's. She was like, but there's sauce. The dare you reckoning? But there's sauce, and then I was like, you could look up how to make their garlic bread sauce, and she was like, I don't think so. And I googled it in two seconds. I'm like, it's right here. You can make this at home. You don't need to go to Papa John's to get this garlic bread sauce. Wait, but can we go to Papa John's now, seeing as how Papa is no longer in the house? Is Papa John's no longer problematic? Papa is no is longer in the house. Is he in the, the house? Ha- you don't think he gets money still? No. Are you sure? They cut him off. They cut him off like a rich child. I don't know. They said goodbye. Listen, my favorite pizza is Peter Piper. My pizza? What? That's like... My favorite pizza is any pizza, but specifically Domino's. Yeah, my family doesn't like to get Domino's. Okay, well, me and Dylan will have our Domino's. Yeah. No, I had sense. them order it once and they hated it. <laughs> Why? It's so soft and so crunchy. They hated and they do it. pan pizzas. Oh, you and your pan pizzas. I just want a fucking pan pizza. Um. Anyways, so the secret sauce, business is booming, and then Dex is like, hey, this was my idea, technically, to put it on the burgers, so, like, I should get a cut of the money, so let's sign this contract. And Ed, being Ed, and he's innocent, you know, he's just like, okay. Ed is a baby. Yeah, he's, I'm a little baby, I don't... He has money. Yeah, I don't have any intellectual property. Um, so he... I would kill for Ed, and I'm just gonna throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, he just signs it away, and, um, now Dex is taking majority of the money. Um... 80%. We have Ed and Dex on the roof, which is really where we see that Ed just wants a friend, and that Dex is clearly taking advantage of him and should feel terrible, because Ed just wants a friend and is being so kind. Um, but Dex has Dex has uh, uh, yo 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 Yeah, so he yo yo ma. He tells Ed about how when his dad left him, uh, or before his dad left him and his mom, how he he got a yo yo once from his dad, and it light it lit up blue on one side and red on one side, and that'll come into play later. But um, what? Hmm. It does. Yes, it comes back later. You don't remember when. Ed is like, oh, I got you this yo-yo. Oh, I thought you meant like the red and the yellow, like some. I mean, it, it does. I mean, he gets them the exact same kind. Okay, well, I knew that. I knew that was coming. And then they go on a delivery run for Shaquille O'Neal himself. He Shaquille. He's hungry. He's doing a press conference for some reason, and it's like, I'm hungry. I have to go shoot my movie Kazam, and. <laughs> The kids run in and they have Shaq eat the burger on camera with the sauce and Shaq's like, this is good. So it's a little bit of press for them. And Shaq's bites, <laughs> Shaq's bite, he eats half of that fucking burger in one bite. And Kurt from Mondo Burger, he sees this on TV and he's like, fuck this. I need to like and figure he out the TV. He's like, I need to figure out what's in the sauce. So he like runs over Ed in a car Mm-hmm. Um, Ed could sue, but he's not going to. And he is driving with Ed in the car, and he's like trying to get him to tell him what the sauce is, and is saying you should come work for me. Like you make five dollars an hour, good burger. I'll give you ten dollars an hour. And Ed is just like, no, he's like not going to do it. He's kind of oblivious. 
to like what's happening right now. And then this is where he gives Dex the yo-yo that's just like his dad. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Dex also just like yells at him right before like this. He's like, "Why were you getting in? Why were you in the car with Kurt?" Yeah. And I mean, I'm pretty sure like he knows like something was vibing. Some weird shit was vibing. This is where Kurt decides that he needs to use another way to get the and sauce recipe. Linda Evangelista. And that's Roxanne, aka Carmen Electra. This is when her cameo comes into play. So this is like a double date Roxanne. with like Dex and Monique and Ed and uh, Roxanne. They're at this. They're at Golfland <gasps> Sunsplash. Also, Kurt, he's a size queen. Hmm? Kurt says make them bigger. Make everything bigger. Oh, okay. He's a size queen. Um, and then, so they're like on this date, and she's really trying to get the sauce recipe. Did you also feel like this was supposed to be like very like innuendo filled? I mean, I would hope so. For the comedy. I mean, it is also, still I want a, corn dog. a children's film. But no. I was like, I don't know if I'm reading it that way or if the writers really were like, let's have them just keep talking about sauce. Let's have Carmen Electra just keep talking about Ed's sauce. Just I mean, they're trying, to get the, they're trying to get the sauce. I know, but I, it felt like they were doing it too much. It was like too on the nose, you know? Maybe that was just oh, me. Oh, because of cum? Hmm? Because of the cum. Yes, thank you for <laughs> saying it so bluntly, Juan. Um, the cum, it was just the cum. Then we have the scene where Dex and Monique kiss, because she's like, yeah, I hated you at first, kiss. but I found out you're a really sweet guy because of how you're treating Ed, and he loves you, and you're oh. so nice to him, because she doesn't know anything about the contract. She just thinks, you're such a nice guy, Dex. Wrong. But we keep skipping over these fucking legendary moments. Honey, I got, I got places to be. What? Bitch, we got an hour. Um, I love when, during this whole date, when Carmen Electra, well, first Carmen Electra asks, don't you want to go somewhere else? Somewhere where it can be just you and I, and we don't have to play golf. And then he just turns around and he's like, no. Mm-hmm. And then he drags her, and then he hits her with the golf club, and then the golf ball, and then he gets hit by the I love it though when they're driving and then he he slams on the brakes and then she hits the car dashboard. Ah, mm-hmm. physical comedy! And, How great and then you are. in this moment he flips her because she's like getting close to him and he just flips her. Yes, he fucking does. He flips her like a pancake. Yeah, I was gonna bring up at the end. I'll bring it up at the end. How Ed is like low key an arrow ace king, but I'll talk about that later. Um. Then we have a Lori Beth Denberg cameo. She plays someone ordering a burger, and she was on the original All That. She's a legend, so just shout out to her. Um, Is she the woman that's speaking so fucking fast? Uh, I don't remember. Probably. And then Ed is like... Um, now Monique is mad at Dex because he she found the contract because he left the jacket in her car or something. It fell out. Yes, okay. So, yeah, so the next day... Dexter's all up in, on Monique being like, hey, baby, man. And then um, she's she's like full, fully stone cold killer, like doesn't even give two shits about him because she found the contract in his jacket that fell out. And she said, you're just taking advantage of Ed, you piece of dirty shit. Yeah, she's calling him out. Um, and then we have the scene where the there's like a stray dog that comes up and Ed offers the dog a Mondo burger, but the dog won't eat it. And then he gives him a good burger and the dog eats it. 
So that's when Ed and Dex are like, something's wrong with that burger because even the dog won't eat it. So something's Ed has been known. Ed has been known because when he first eats the when he first when they first get a Mondo burger, he puts them up to his ears and he's like, "Well, they sound similar." Mm-hmm. But he's been he's been he's been uh, Black Panther. No, he's been Pink Panther in this bitch <laughs> since day one. Uh, and then we also get the bit where the dog is like, the dog is like barking, and he's like, "What's that?" Yeah, the clowns. And it turns out that there were clowns. Um, so this is when the two boys go and spy on Mondo Burger in the kitchen, but they get caught by Kurt, and they're finding out, like, they're, oh, they're putting chemicals in the burgers. That's how they make them so big, and these are, like, they don't care what happens to the customers after they eat these. Mm-hmm. They walk in in full high whore church drag. We love it. They say, hello. And then they're like, we're going to tell everyone about this, obviously, and Kurt says, Demented Hills... So they get locked up at Demented Hills, which is like an asylum. Yeah, basically supposed to be like an insane asylum. Um, an asylum disguised as a delivery service. So no one even knows that there's an asylum in this town. Yeah. That's also something that if this was made in 2020, this isn't great. Um, an asylum? Yeah, there's just the fact that it's like an insane asylum, but it's like played for like comedy kind of. Um, I mean, insane asylums used to be a thing and they're scary. Yeah, but just the way it's played. I'm just saying, probably wouldn't be great to have in a 2020 movie. Um, this is where Linda Cardellini comes in, and she's like, I'm Heather. And Ed is like, oh, yeah, sure, you're cute. Um, she walks in, and she fully says, I'm crazy as fuck. Yeah, she says, Hi. I'm a psychopath. And we have, at Good Burger at night, Kurt and his employees go to Good Burger, and they put some yes. shark poison in the sauce. An Ed secret sauce. And then Otis is there and he says, the fuck are you doing, kids? I thought he was going to die. And I said, I swear to God, if they killed this old man. But then plot twist, he just gets thrown in the insane asylum. Yes, he gets thrown in Demented Hills as well. And then... Where Ed is bouncing off the walls. I love his energy. Yeah, Ed and Dex are like, whoa, Otis, what are you doing here? And then he's telling him what happened. And then they... This is where we find out they have four hours until Good Burger opens. So they need to get in there. And get rid of the sauce. Make sure no one eats any of the sauce because it could really get people sick. Shark poison. And then we have the dance scene in Demented Hills. A legendary sequence. I love this bitch. (laughs) This is where Dex knocks out the guards and takes the keys. And Dex, Ed, and Otis, and Heather all leave the room. And they get into a room with a big dude... And then that's when on the PA they're like, escapers, blah, 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 seal the doors. Escapers? Yeah, people are trying to escape, seal the doors. So they get help from that big guy who throws Keenan out the window. He said, this bitch empty. Yeah. <laughs> so they're able to escape out the window. Um, Linda Carlini's character, Heather, she stays behind, but uh, Otis and Ed and Dex... I'll leave. They steal an ice cream truck, which is uh, a fun time. They're throwing ice cream behind them. And then we have another Sinbad moment. Come on, Sinbad. Just getting his mailbox crushed. Yeah, he gets his mailbox hit. uh, And then they they run into the store. Ed runs in just in time to tackle an old lady who was about to eat a burger with the sauce. So... 
he kind of saved the day there. And then they tell their manager, like, don't let anyone eat this. Call the police. We're going to go handle this over here. But don't let anyone eat this. So then they go to Mondo Burger's kitchen and they get in through the roof, through the straw. This is such an elaborate, like, building for, like, burgers, you know? Like, calm down. It's like... That's what I was saying. This is this is basically medieval times, but with like no entertainment value whatsoever. Yeah, and it looks so small on the inside. Like there's like no room to the sit. The first, the first place I'm going after quarantine, medieval times. Mm. I'm gonna get me some of them turkey legs and the fucking the fucking soup, the sauce. Um, and then Dex distracts the employees in the kitchen while Ed is supposed to grab a can of the triambithal. Triampathol. And but, he starts pouring it in the grinder. He pours a ton of it in there. So then the burgers start sure getting looks different. real, real big. And on the roof, Ed meets up with Dex while he's being confronted by the employees. And he's like, oh, I have this can. But it's empty, so everyone's laughing at him like, you're stupid. You were going to bring this to the police. This proves nothing. Mm-hmm. And then this is when all the burgers start getting real big and exploding and for some reason it makes this whole building start collapsing because they're so big they're explosive empathophonophal is explosive triambithal it's a possible sassafras um and uh see so it's all exploding the whole building is collapsing sinbad's the dream is collapsing car gets crushed once again i literally i knew this was coming but i literally i was hoping that uh that dexter would be like bye bitch instead of giving him the money oh um yeah so then what happens it all wraps up very quickly uh kurt gets arrested mm-hmm. um dex rips up the contract he's like mm-hmm. we're partners but like the money is gonna be yours and we're friends this is good um yeah he partners. uh dex pays sinbad half of the money he owes him and he's like you'll get the other half at the end of the summer um but it's like obviously that money's not going to do his anything now to his, he's gonna have to get a new car um i mean he still has to pay the bill for the first time yeah i guess that's true um and then ed is kind of the hero he goes back to good burger everyone's chanting his name and everyone loves him and he says, and he's saying what? He says, I guess the only thing to say is, and then he ends it with, "Welcome to Good Burger." So, have it your way. One thing I didn't mention. First of all, did you get reviews? Yes. Oh wow, I'm shocked. Um, before we go into reviews, one thing I didn't mention, I forgot about this, is that you and I and Frankie, who we just talked to, and Gerard and Brandy. We're all su- I've never seen Good Burger. No, we were all supposed to go to the Good Burger pop-up in LA. Do you remember? I'm so pissed. So we were... <laughs> we had... We were... I'm pissed now. We were in... Yeah, now that you've seen the movie. <laughs> we were in LA in October, I believe it was, for... Just to see our friends. We were going to Disneyland and just hanging out in LA for a little bit. And we had tickets... Mm. To go to the Good Burger pop-up in LA the day after we went to Disneyland. It was like a Sunday in October. I don't remember what day. But 
Yeah, we were there for like five days. Yeah, so we had tickets because when they announced like, oh, this is happening, I was like, we're going to be there anyways, so I'll just buy tickets. And I bought five tickets for us. We were going to go at night so Brandy could go after she got off work. It was going to be a fun time. It was like a pop-up shop where it was the Good Burger restaurant. They had burgers you could get. They even had like vegan plant-based burgers, which was nice. They had... um they had a whole menu. Like a bunch of like photo areas. It's the same people that did like the Save by the Bell pop-up. And th- they do a bunch of different pop-ups. Uh, but so we were so excited to go there. And then I get an email. I don't remember how many weeks before. But they were like, oh, we're, even though you booked this date. And we've, we were planning on, I remember they were on the calendar for the dates you could choose to buy tickets to. There were dates through, like, January. It was, like, through the Mm -hmm. end of the year. And then they emailed, and they were like, oh, we are going to be closing up soon. Do you want to exchange your tickets for a date that's sooner? Like, we're not going to be open that day that you bought tickets for. We're actually moving. We're, like, shutting it down or something. Who the fuck the mess? And I was like, no, because I can't, like... We did this because we're going to be in LA. Like, we don't just mm-hmm. live there and can go anytime. So, uh, yeah, we had to just get a refund on those tickets. Um, I mean, that was nice because it was kind of expensive. But yeah, we never got to go to the Good Burger pop up shop. Yeah, I got this email that Rest said, it had said, last day, September 29th. Our LA location's last day will be September 29th. And then we head to our next stop in Chicago. And it's like, what? I'm sorry, what? We should have just gone to Chicago. It says we were... Chicago. We would, it, this is how it's worded. It says, we would, we're contacting you to see if you'd like to move your reservation up to a date before we close. We will also be sending you your you credit for your first non-alcoholic beverage for the inconvenience we also understand some guests may not be able to move to an earlier date so if it doesn't work please let us know asap and i said okay i won't be there give me a refund bitch anyways so what a bummer that we didn't get to go to the pop-up and eat an actual good burger i'm pissed i would have loved this yeah the sauce, mama, the sauce. I wanted to drink orange soda. I wanted to eat a, a vegan Good Burger. I wanted to have it all. BK, have it I your wanted way. to leave it. Anyways, yeah, let's get into some IMDb reviews. IMDb. 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 Okay, so here are my reviews. I picked two negative ones. Are you ready for this? I'll read the first negative one. Let me scroll down because I didn't crop these like I usually do. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Okay, this is titled, eh? Written by Ram Davis, July 19th, 2011, bitch. Let's make one thing clear. I'm Roxy Andrews. No, I loved this movie when I was younger. Yes, throw tomatoes at me if you please. I, what fucking drama queen? (laughs) I did not withstand the... It did not withstand the test of time, but some of its humor is still there, I admit. Pros. A little humor and... Whoa! Abvagoda? Abvagoda? Yes, he played Otis. Oh, ha, ha, ha. 
Why is an actor like Abe Vigoda here? Well, anyway, cons. Love it. Just one pro was Abe Vigoda. Cons. Awful characters besides Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda wrote this. Not much humor at all. Convoluted storyline. Pointless scenes. Dancing in a mental hospital? And what kind of villain is that? A restaurant owner who puts poison in burgers? Jeez, he's crazy. <laughs> Maybe he should be dancing in the mental hospital. If I, if you want to see a horrible movie, then be my guest. I don't like it. Maybe you will. And that's all four out of ten. Okay, bitch. Okay. Literally, what the hell? All right, and now you have a positive one? No, they're both Oh, negative. great. <laughs> Here's the other negative one. Where the fuck did it go? Jesus Christ. I'm scrolling like crazy. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Incredibly disappointing. Written by Russ1223. That's their password. November 26, 2003. Indeed, I am very disappointed that this movie did not win a million of awards because it rocked so hard. <laughs> Ew. How can you go wrong with the guy who played Russ Taylor in D2, The Mighty Ducks? Come on, Queen. This amazing comedy duo not only dazzled me with their in-your-face laugh-out-loud jokes, but they got the hottest gear known to man. Yum. Can you not? Oh, snap. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Can you not talk like that? No. I've had enough. Um, I did screenshot a couple Letterboxd reviews. Um, just real quick that made me laugh. This one is five stars and just says David Lynch couldn't. David Lynch still can't. This one says, uh, oh wait, I didn't mean to screenshot that one. Oh no, this one says three and a half stars and it says, I can feel God in this good burger tonight. <laughs> like I feel God in this chilies tonight. This one, this person gave it five stars and they said my black history month movie. Love it. This person gave it five stars and said, To everyone saying Black Panther is the first black superhero movie, I beg to differ with this film. And then this last one is four and a half stars, and it's referring to the movie poster. It says, Keenan Thompson surfing on a tomato slice is our generation's Mona Lisa. And I agree. I love it. They're right. Mona Lisa? Who? They're right. The- Mona Lisa smiles? They're a dude... We're a dude. She's a dude. He's a dude. We're all dudes. I believe in dude as a as a as a gender neutral pronoun. Okay, not everyone does, but everyone should. Well, I'm not gonna tell what people what they should. If they if someone gets offended by someone calling them dude, that's they have every right. Um, Surfers everywhere are shook. We have uh, a couple sets of tweets. First, we have Emily. At Emily Jean Palmer. Um, okay. Is he supposed to be on drugs? Why are the burgers talking to him? Oh, twas a dream. Um, let's see. I hate to put a black man in jail line and the black is beautiful outfit loving 90s Nickelodeon's wokeness. Referring to Sinbad's jacket. Um, I don't understand what Mondo Burger's theme is supposed to be. Space? Future? Metrosexual? Uh, I'd rather have a good burger than Mondo Burger. That big of a burger would give me a tummy ache. 
Those things look like hockey pucks, I swear. Those things look they, like they look like the the curling the things that you do in curling. The Sis, the oh big puck God, you have, that's the, the size ones? of them. Yeah. When you have to sweep it. Um Let's see, Shaq and Sinbad in the same movie. Um, oh, homophobic joke. That's not natural. When was this? I remember thinking something was low-key, low-key homophobic, but I don't remember when what they're it was. dressed up in drag. Okay, that's that's what I was thinking too. Uh, Monique is the real MVP of this film. Um, let's see, the scenes in the mental health facility is the campiest shit I've seen in a long time. Did this movie come out before Spongebob aired? Reminds me a lot of Krusty Krab versus Chum Bucket. This movie is wild. was wild. Not convinced that I didn't hallucinate the whole thing. And that's why it's the perfect Too late. 420 movie. Yes, 420. Come you on. Could, will I watch this seven times today? Yes, I you will. You could watch it either way. And it's still good. Uh, these tweets are from Grace. Grace! At DivaGrace13. Familiar with the sketch from all that, but never seen the movie. Um, let's see. But is Ed Sauce as good as the purple stuff from Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? No, they're equal. Um, I want them to sing and dance the name game like in American Horror Story when they are in the mental institution. Wait, are they actually doing a dance scene? American Horror Story must have took inspiration from this. Overall, this was a crazy ride. I definitely laughed at some things, but this kind of comedy isn't usually my thing after about a five-minute sketch. I'll give it a two out of five. Thank you. And then these last tweets are from Leela. At Leela underscore Burns. Um... First of all, Leela said, at this point, you should just rebrand to a Nickelodeon podcast. Bye. Okay. Um, Talking food reminds me of the pizza episode of Jimmy Neutron. Um, Then she mentions that she's kind of disturbed that Dan Schneider is in the cast. Um, (gasps) The pizza episode of Jimmy Neutron was traumatic. And then Leela posted uh, the picture from the Spongebob movie with the quote, you don't need a license to drive a sandwich. <laughs> um, Ed sauce equals Eddie's purple goop. Wow, everyone thought this. Wow. Um, it can't be legal for him to not tell someone the recipe. I mean, that's what they always do with... They're like, the Big Mac sauce is a secret. The Raising Cane sauce is a secret. Everything's a fucking secret. Secret. Um... <laughs> secret secrets are no fun Leela posted secrets, Mondo Burger and then posted she just said Mondo Burger and she posted this picture from Spongebob wait sorry we can't see I know, it ew <laughs> that like sludge burger um this was fun to revisit there's definitely a lot of good jokes but I doubt I'll watch it again soon thank you Leela Leela also sent watch us a again. video about the cat in the hat Okay. It's a TikTok about Cat in the Hat, but I'll watch it later. Um, thank you, everyone, for sending in your thoughts on Gilbiel Um One, what are your final thoughts on the film? I love it. We'll watch it again today, probably. <laughs> okay. Um, how many stars would you give it? 
Five out of five, it's perfect. Wow, I'm happy you like this one. Um, I would say... I would agree with Lila that, like, it's not one I can watch, like, every year, maybe, or, like, definitely not multiple multiple times a year, and probably not even every year, but this was good, like, it felt fresh, even though I've seen it before, I clearly had forgotten a lot about it, um, and it felt fresh enough, um, I would say three stars, it's nothing, like, it's nothing, like, amazing, but I think it is, like, an enjoyable 90s movie and it's fun to see keenan and cal in a movie where they're they're the leads y'all are so fucking rude um i also i do think ed is an aromantic asexual icon which i hesitate to say because i don't want there's kind of like a stereotype of like if like of arrow ace people being like immature or like young or just like infantilized where is your proof? And Give me your proof. I want proof. Ed, um, like, is very innocent and not the smartest. And so I don't mean that because he is, like, innocent and, like, like a child and not smart that that's why it's, like, he, like, all he cares about, all he cares about is love. <laughs> all he cares about he is, truly does. um is burgers he just cares about his burgers and his friends um like i think when linda cardellini's character came in he was uh, like yeah you're cute but he wasn't like i don't know like there's like a monique and dex storyline i know that you think i'm just reaching and you have you do tend to like when i headcanon things as like this or that you're like okay but there's not proof and to that i say that's what headcanoning means um you should try it sometime it's fun so what? No head? Um, because, you know, when we have straight movies, we just have to headcanon queer things about them, you know? Um, just for fun. So I think Ed is an arrow ace king, and I stand. But still, I would say three stars overall. How and dare you? And that's the T. And to that I say, how dare you? Um, Alright, now let's give a shout out to the one, the only... Um, this is, this is Iris. Iris is her friend and podcast artist. You can find her anywhere. And I mean anywhere. And by that, I mean literally just Instagram and Twitter at Creamsicle Panda. And you can follow, if you like her work, you can follow her on Patreon and support her through Patreon at patreon.com slash Creamsicle Panda. There it is. Okay. Girl, we ain't there Yeah, yet. sorry. I was... Because I knew I had a voice message from Ivy, but I was like... it. The title was Series of Unfortunate Events, so I was like, let me check if this is something I should play now or Relevant. later. <laughs> Anyways, okay, great. So I won't play that until two more episodes. Um, <laughs> anyways, thank you, Juan. You can follow us everywhere at Planet Weird Pod. Just Google us. We have a website, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. Um... If you want to support the show, you can leave a review on iTunes. That's very helpful. Five stars, please. Always leave reviews. Um, follow us on Spotify or wherever you're listening. Subscribe. You know, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, all of the places. 
you can watch videos on YouTube. Um, you know, haven't shot anything since we've been uh, indoors. Indoors. But maybe we'll do something soon on there virtually. Um, we'll try to figure out we'll create an that animation. whole Zoom call thing that y'all want us to do. We'll try to figure that out eventually. Um, but hang in there. Stay tuned. Follow us and uh, you'll see updates about that. And lastly, if you want to support the show, you can listen to us on Anchor. Uh, Anchor is a podcast app just like iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and all the, all the apps. But on Anchor, Every single one of them. what you can do is you can support us um, financially. Well, one, you can leave voice messages, which is cool because we get to hear your voice on the show it's not just like an email or tweets which we love obviously but it's fun to hear voices sometimes um i get to judge what you sound like. but another thing is you can send us money through it kind of like a patreon every month you donate some money saying hey thanks for this which is nice um you know we did get laid off i i am still getting paid a portion of my hours through the end of may basically for the school but after Me that too. um nothing will be <laughs> happening because nothing is safe because after school is technically out which would be in may which is when the school year ends then they have no obligation to pay me for the summer because they never pay me in the summer and my other job is not happening right now and not paying me so we do appreciate any and all donations through anchor um thank you to our supporters on there already that's alexa pratt emily palmer natalie hernandez and ivy goodberger I feel like we've used yeah. Good Burger before, but we have to use it again, obviously. Have to. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I think there's also a way to support us on SoundCloud now. Like, they sent an email saying there's there was SoundCloud like a... Rappers. I think there's like a support button. I don't know anything about that. Um, My Venmo is... Just go through Anchor for now. Um, yeah. You can also... the. There will be a link in the description to buy merch, but, like, we know times are tough. Um, and the best way to support us right now is through Anchor, because we get more of that than if you were to buy a shirt or something on Public. But it, it'll be there if you still want to check it out. Um, and then next Scandal. week, we will be talking about Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. Then Space Jam. We're going to be talking about Space Jam. Oh, we're talking about Space Jam. Yes. I literally was like, what the fuck song are you singing? Yes, next week we'll be talking about Space Jam. And we are recording that actually on this Saturday, after this episode goes up, on April 25th. Ooh. So it's on Netflix, and we are recording it on Saturday, not Monday like we usually do. Because um, we got a few episodes to record in these next couple weeks. So... If you watch Space Jam before Saturday and you want to send us your thoughts, you can email us, podcastfromplanetweird at gmail.com, or leave a voice message. There's a link in the description for that. And, uh, or you could, you know, send us a tweet or a DM on Instagram or something just to talk about Space Jam. Obviously, this is a very beloved classic, and I'm sure everyone has thoughts on it. So send your Space Jam thoughts our way, please. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um... Give us your ears. Uh, thank you for your support. You're all very and just loyal. Remember, um, go ahead. Oh, I'll finish it at the end. Uh, happy! It's lesbian. Vi- the 
Lesbian Visibility Week this week. It's also Hi, lesbian. Deaf LGBTQ Week. Uh, Hi. It's a couple different well, things this week. <laughs> One Waves and hello. Waves. Um, speaking of that, I am working on transcriptions, which is nice. Um, because that's something we've been wanting to do for a long time. I do say that a lot. Um, but I am working on it. My computer is just very slow. Uh, Rest in and peace. Transcriptions usually do cost money either if I use a service or if I pay someone to do it. That costs money. And then it's like, you know, where is money right now? You know what I mean? You know where is money? Well, I do know where Controlled is money. Controlled by the government. I do know where is money. Controlled by the rich. What did you want to say before we go? Oh, I just wanted to throw a quick reminder out there that everyone, please stay inside unless you have to go to the grocery store, the doctor, or whatever the hell you have to have the... Don't have friends over because, I mean, you can have, like, a friend over. but No, let's you make shouldn't sure be having not. friends over. You're allowed to hang out with less than ten people, I think. But, like, do you want to risk that? Or do you just want to stay safe and just do this? Like, one and I potentially could hang out and record. Like, we're just two people, you know? And, like, we did see each other right before this all went down. But, like, it's just best to just do this. But all I'm saying is don't go out there and protest the health and safety of others because you're a piece of shit. Don't be protesting. Don't be going to church. They got stuff online, baby. They got stuff online. If you really need to praise the Lord, listen to melodrama, bitch. Okay? That's all I've got to say. Stream melodrama by Lord. Um, Yeah, thank you, everyone. I did. For hanging out with us. We will see you next time for Space Jam. And put your suits on. Yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Um, I was gonna end with "Welcome to Good Burger," but it's stupid if we end with it because then it's it's not the same, you know. Goodbye well, however, we Good welcome it. Yeah. Goodbye. Down with Mondo Burger. Down with capitalism. Goodbye. Order some McDonald's tonight. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, uh, no?